Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining a very special episode of the Great Dynamics Podcast. My name is Ahmed Hassan, and today with me, a returning champion, as they say, Marcel Plichta. <laughs> Marcel and I have been working on a intelligence school uh, and a couple of courses, so the first courses. Uh, we're going to talk about that today. So it's kind of a uh, a more in-depth reveal than we have already done, and in the coming weeks, we keep on giving you guys more information and insight into what we've been building. Right now, we are in the final stages of the course and we're waiting for the accreditation and some other bits and bobs. Thank you for joining, Marcel. Good to be here. Good to be here. Um, it's, 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 it's cool to finally talk about this. And I know we've hinted at it, but it's cool to talk about this in uh, more detail. Finally. Right. I mean, we've been talking about Wagner way too much. <laughs> yeah well we talked about yeah and, and we sort of stopped talking about Wagner the second they became like world famous uh, for the for the whole right. uh, drive towards Moscow business it felt a little bit derivative to do mm. more on it I, I know we we tried to do like a podcast on that Sunday and the Saturday they did the march mm. but it, it didn't obviously we didn't do it in the end uh, some people couldn't do it in time so we kind of left it for what it was but any interesting things you're working on right now? Well, so I I just got back from several things, but I but most recently from Barcelona, uh, where I presented a paper on uh, one way attack drones that I co wrote. But that that was more cool. on the yeah that was that was less on the intelligence side and more on the the academia side of things. We were uh-huh. uh, questioning wh- whether states could coerce each other using one way attack drones, uh, like the like the Shahids and stuff like that. So we looked at Yemen and we looked at Russian use against Ukraine and did that but yeah i think that's i think that's the coolest most recent thing i've done maybe that's not cool enough but oh and and outlook that's very cool so yeah let's get into it i think i'll go first if if that's okay how this course came about and you know how you and i started talking about this and where we are right now with it and then we go into all the different courses of the intelligence school and some future outlook I think also it's a good thing to talk about what we're trying to do with partners in the future and some of those ins and outs. But I think the idea for a course within Great Dynamics itself, or actually, yeah, just the course, the idea of it started in 2019. And uh, so that's a bit before you joined. And the idea was always, we know what intelligence education on the academic level is. We know what intelligence education on the job is, may it be government or private sector. And we saw that there was a bit of a disconnect between the two, first of all. And I believe that in our case, we continued to develop our own kind of way, which is more of an intelligence that's written for an online audience while we'll continue doing the intelligence that we do for clients offline. And while doing that, we developed our own methods, but also we developed really excellent intelligence analysts and other intelligence professionals while doing it. I think through our own training in-house, we've had now over 70 individuals coming through that are now, some of the first ones are, and I hope they're listening, are now in senior positions in the private sector, some in the government sector. Some have been on the podcast before. And I think we saw from them, but also from friends of ours, 
that that lead intelligence teams or security analyst teams that there was an understanding of OSINT and mainly like how to use tools and how to investigate online. There was just not enough understanding of how to write, how to treat craft around writing and thinking. I mean, we will get into that in a little bit. I think, Marcel, you can go into that a bit more when we speak about that specific course. But I think there was a something missing there. And we we heard from a lot of people, hey, we are seeing really brilliant people coming from good schools, great schools, top schools, and sound a little bit like Trump there and how I was summing up. <laughs> Only the best schools. Yeah. And we were seeing that they were having a really hard time turning essay writing and academic writing mm-hmm. into intelligence writing, right? So we, we kept on hearing this problem and we're like, hey, we need to do something about it. So when we did a trial just before COVID started, me and Sergio did a trial and we realized that all these young people uh, and, and some uh, senior people too, knew how to use techniques to find things. Mm-hmm. But they had, we, we felt like we were not speaking the same language as them. Mm-hmm. So they understood the OSIN lingo, let's say that, but they didn't really understand how to communicate that, for example, somebody who comes from a military intelligence background or, yeah. or, or a government background. So we saw a bit of a disconnect there. And I was like, how are we going to build a course? But we don't know what the base level is of those students, right? So, yeah. so I think that was for us like an aha moment. And pretty much around the time that you and I started talking about this last year. Yeah. And that's kind of how the idea and us starting to work on it started. I don't know what your, what your ideas on it are and, and how you looked at it and when you thought hey, this could be something. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you, uh, I, think, I think the first time we ever talked, which I think was 2021, I think, when I was leaving uh, the U.S. intelligence community, I think you had mentioned it then, like that you, that you were interested in doing a course. And I was uh-huh. like, oh, okay, cool. And then uh, I kind of was went by the wayside a little bit because, you know, there was a there was a lot going on and you were, you know, managing, you know, the website as well and its growth and and starting the podcast. So I think we got I think we got started in earnest in mid 2020 is when we were developing sort of course outlines and stuff and what we wanted to say. But I absolutely agree with you that that there's sort of a that there is a disconnect because a lot of I mean, a lot of people that do OSINT or they do, uh, you know, stuff on social media. They, they don't necessarily speak the same language. They don't necessarily have the same like vocabulary and lingo and stuff. And that's partially because intelligence, like any field, has a lot of like jargon that's kind of that is there to make you sound yep. smarter, right? Like I, I know you did, uh, mm-hmm. I know you did finance for a little bit. I know that uh, the finance world a little bit like that too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, there's, there's, so there's that. There's sort of the, the different vocabulary, but there's also sort of the first thing they, they teach, they taught us, right? in in intelligence analysis was, you know, you have to say what happened, but you also have to say, so what, right? You have to explain why the thing that you did matters. Um, and when I look at social media and I see a lot of people doing like amazing work using OSINT techniques, you know, geolocating and, you know, doing these, doing these investigations, they'll sort of just leave it at that, right? They'll be like, I've geolocated this thing and that's, and that's all there is. And, mm-hmm. and so, you know, part yeah. of, you know, I guess, I guess the dual, my dual sort of 
ideas in here were, were both to sort of teach that vocabulary so so that everyone's sort of on the same page about what we're talking about and the concepts we're referring to. And then also sort of getting into that idea of uh, adding direction and purpose to to your intelligence in a way that, that gives value to customers and, and hopefully uh, puts you in a, in a good spot for either helping your current career or sort of if you're interested in getting into intelligence, boosting that or if you want to, even if you want to stay, you know, doing the social media stuff because you enjoy it and you do it out of love of the game, you know, um, making that stuff even better than it currently is. Yeah, no, it makes perfect sense. I mean, we've had the discussion on the podcast, I think, uh, numerous times. Mm. Uh, the answering of the so what, what does that mean <laughs> with you? Fa? I had a discussion about this with an analyst this morning, actually. <laughs> so uh, he knows who he is. I'm not going to name names further. Um, <laughs> I think I think it's good for us to to now now we've kind of explained how it's maybe we meandered a little bit too much, but <laughs> we explained a little bit how we got to where we are today and and how the idea came about. I think kind of got off out of hand. I believe <laughs> when we were thinking about doing an intelligence analysis course or a like a production and dissemination course, like writing and briefing. So again, the the lingo there. Yeah, I believe that it's it's good for us to now go to the courses one by one. We can do that shortly. And then I think after that, it's also good for us to talk to you guys about, because we're mainly going to focus on phase one yeah. of the intelligence school. So these are fundamentals. And then what we have in store for phase two, phase three, and, and perhaps even phase four, but we haven't even plan that out yet <laughs> so so only f three phases now but yeah. i think it's more than enough yeah. for just three avengers uh, movies yeah <laughs> uh, that uh, that could have been enough yeah true or three and a 3.5 mm. second part of three so let's start out with the intelligence fundamentals course which is our very first course and could you Marcel, go into a little bit about that. Yeah. So, you know, because this is the very first course of the very first phase, we kind of wanted to give everyone sort of an even foundation so that sort of they don't, if you, if you don't, you know, necessarily know the lingo, you don't necessarily know the jargon, you know, we can, we can very quickly bring you up to speed and sort of teach those terms so you know exactly what's going on. We start really, really, you know, really, really basic, but we move on pretty fast with sort of what is intelligence. Um, and what is intelligence for? Um, and this is important not just to define our terms, but also to sort of set the scope of our course. You know, our, our focus is very much on sort of focusing on like careers, focusing on understanding how intelligence works and how intelligence is conceived. So, you know, when it comes to, you know, topics like covert action, you know, maybe that's for phase phase two. Right now, we're, we're just focusing on that. We go through sort of different kinds of intelligence. So we go through strategic, operational, tactical, current intelligence, go through those. We talk about the difference between, and and I know that this is a this is a big you know a big message I think from your podcast is information versus intelligence, the difference between mm -hmm. just knowing something and uh, or, or having a piece of information and then processing it and then making it into something actionable, and then we go into and this is all still the introductory course we we go into sort of who needs intelligence, I think this is the most this is the one I had the most fun making just because. Um, 
you know, when I was when I was working as an intelligence analyst, I had a very narrow set of intelligence customers, people who received my intelligence, and those were government officials. Um, and so this sort of takes a much broader scope. And we talk about sort of government officials that that receive intelligence, but also sort of private customers from the private sector, NGOs, academics, media, all the people that could make use of intelligence. And and we take a sort of a, a broad scope at that, just just because we know that you know, a lot of people who are early in their careers, they they don't necessarily know where they'll end up and they want to be sort of flexible for any kind of, you know, organization that does intelligence or, or something that, you know, could reasonably be called intelligence. Then we get to our, our sort of final section, um, which is all about the intelligence cycle. The intelligence cycle sort of frames the subsequent courses. So we sort of give you give you a, a real summation of what it is here. We sort of, we we introduce the cycle, we go through briefly what each of the stages are so you have a sense of what it's for and then we talk about sort of uh what the variance and limitations of the intelligence cycles are because it's 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 a framing device but it's but it's an abstract concept right for for a really complicated process that is intelligence mm-hmm. so while it frames the course it's not you know the end all be all of of intelligence so what we're trying to do is sort of we're using it as a framing device but we're explaining we're explaining sort of how it's a model and every model has its limitations so that's that's sort of what we get at in the first course. And and throughout this, you know, in addition to the lectures that, that we put together, the short videos, we've made a couple of visuals and we have a lot of further reading sections that are a mix of open source things that are just available, a mix of sort of books uh, that, that you can get and, and uh, obviously articles from Great Dynamics and then, uh, you know, academic stuff if you have access to that um, as relevant. Thank you, Basha. I think it's a, a great summation of and it's it's a bit bigger than than Marcel explained but uh, <laughs> we were not intending we wanted to keep this one as short as but it yeah kind of maybe got got, got out of hand <laughs> explaining different intelligence uh, products and and, and processes but <laughs> I think the intelligence cycle is a perfect segue into the rest of the of the courses where we talk about direction collection, processing, analysis, and, and uh, dissemination. That's the intelligence cycle that we use internally at Great Dynamics. So that's the one we're teaching. And if people are asking, you know, what is the, the model, the framing that you guys are using, it's mainly built around the NATO standard. So I think that would be most applicable to a government sector, military, or, or private sector. I also wanted to add before I go into direction that it is important to note, guys, that this course is, or each course within the intelligence school is accredited by Salford University, who we partnered up with. Salford also teaches an, an MA in intelligence studies, and I think also a BA in intelligence analysis, where they study intelligence as the process and as a product, but not necessarily on how to do it. Yeah. But yeah, great people. Kyle is a good friend of ours who's been on the podcast. So Salford has partnered with us to to give you guys a bit of academic backing and rigor of our assessments and, and our courses. So going into direction, uh, Marcel, do you mind if I if I take this one? As I am uh, most comfortable with uh, with this course. Yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, for people wondering also, 
the intelligence course at the moment is, or the courses and the intelligence school can be found either through the website and click on uh, intelligence school. But if you want to directly go there, just put in your browser school.greatanimics.com and then uh, that you can get there and uh, it will give you guys uh, a good understanding of what the course is about and intelligence school is about. So intelligence direction, where we start most of the work that I do as an intelligence manager, uh, leader, I don't know if I would call myself a leader, but I'll leave that to others, is, is it managing and overseeing the intelligence process. So that's what we're going to talk about in intelligence direction. So we were going to talk about how intelligence can come directly from a consumer, uh, so external direction, from internal direction, either from a different uh, business unit within the organization or another analyst. So that's how we start off the course. We go into what information requirements are. As Marcel mentioned before, the difference will be explained before. So it, it's important to take the courses one by one so, so you understand what that means. And otherwise, you might feel a little bit lost. Not too much, but we, we repeat a lot. We go into intelligence requirements, how intelligence requirements are built, what that looks like. Some of that jargon will come up, how we use it in government and how we use it in the private sector. We're going to show you guys how we use it within Great Dynamics and how our process works. I've, I've talked about this before in the podcast. Uh, I've posted this before on social media, on my LinkedIn. So if you want to check that out, you don't have to pay for that. That's free. So you can check that out. And we go into then, I think for us, the most important step when you understand intelligence requirements and you build an intelligence requirements plan, you go into a collection plan. And a collection plan is basically a document that lives between in grid dynamics in different organizations that, that differs. I think Marcel can maybe give more of a government perspective on this, but within grid dynamics, it's the document where we keep each other accountable. So the team keeps me accountable for setting the direction and, and keeping the collection efforts to that. And I keep the team accountable, making sure that every source that they find is collected. I think my, my former professor, Phil Davies, uh, I hope he hears this. Uh, he called it a, if I'm not, if I'm paraphrasing what he said, he called a collection plan, a, an intellectual log of your steps that you take. So. In, in the collection plan, you describe the sources you use, the, the reliability, the validity, uh, where you found it, when you found it. It's very important if somebody wants to double check it. That's mainly me. So if somebody makes a bold statement, makes an assessment, I need to know that's backed by a solid source and I can see how credible the source is, what the person got from it. So we will show you guys how we do it and what that looks like. And then from there on out, we go into the collection course where we're going to talk about, I think most people, when they talk about intelligence, will understand the collection course. I think OSINT has made collection a priority. So collection is mainly the, the searching and finding of sources to, to fulfill your requirements. 
And uh, I'll just go on myself, if you don't mind. And in the collection course, we describe different collection principles. So OSINT, HUMINT, MASINT, SIGINT. I think we also talk about FININT. I have to say, as we go on, we're going to add more INT. And this is also uh, connected to who will come on as, as instructors and advisors to the intelligence school. So the more experience we get in different ints, the more we can cover them in uh, modules. So, so each int is, is basically a module within the course and we go, in, we go into the characteristics of each intelligence uh, method and we talk about why it's important and how you can use it. So in a government setting, human is, is more uh, used, obviously, than in a private setting. Uh, it doesn't mean it cannot be used the methods and the laws and are different. We will we will talk about those things too. I think ethics are it's very important to to talk about not just for for open source collection, but also for other ints. And you might be doing something that's not, you know, according to the law. And then from that on, we go into the processing course. Marcel, I mean, we could talk. We both can talk about this if. Could you go in a little bit about processing and and give us a bit of a breakdown? Yeah, I would say of of all of these, I think processing is the trickiest Correct. to explain because it's almost it's 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 almost like an intermediate step. And mm-hmm. and one of the things we we try and do throughout the course is point out that you know you don't necessarily have a dedicated person doing each step. Right? You might you might mm-hmm. have a collector who's doing some processing because they're they're translating. You might have an analyst that that's doing some processing to get you know um, information into a state where it can be analyzed. Um, you might you might even and I think this is you know with smaller teams right like Great Dynamics. You, you the analyst is also in many ways a collector mm-hmm. of Correct. of information. So we try and we try and uh, we we do appreciate that there's a that, you know these 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 categories are good for explaining how intelligence works, but you you as uh, your career might uh, encompass several of them. Um, so basically, processing. We sort of go into we go into what is processing and who does it, and we we sort of talk about a lot of uh, a lot of the issues we just talked about. We have a section on aggregating a module, I should say, on aggregating open source report. Uh, so that's everything from sort of using content aggregation software to how to use AI and especially uh, large language models to to you know getting getting the most out of them to sort of conceptualize or organize information into and process it um, into something meaningful. Um, we, we also have, um, we have a section on, on social media, although uh, given all the drama on, uh, <laughs> on certain social media platforms, we might need to, uh, we'll be, we'll be tinkering with that, I think, to make sure that we uh, we're the most up to date as we can be. And then we're going to go through a couple of tools, both freely available and paid. Then we're also going to talk about collation, you know, uh, that's everything from registering receipts to to how to label everything correctly to collection database monitoring. And I know that that's not the most, you know, exciting uh, James Bond spycraft type step, but this is, this is, this is, this is really how. we do it. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, this is how. Every analyst does it. Yeah. This, this is how you go from, you know, just, just having a bunch of raw information to having something that you know, an intelligence consumer wants is by, is by, uh, you know, rolling your sleeves up and, and, and having these, these core skills down. Um, and then we have, uh, then we have evaluation, 
um, this this has um, uh, this sort of depends on what int collection is from. So like stuff like grading sources in the case of human, you know, um, making sure that, you know, the sources that you have are consistently reliable or, or you know, um, that there's that there's, you know, no potential issues or conflict of interest there. And then challenges to processing is the next one. And, and, and challenges to processing, I think, is really interesting because processing is, is very, very important um, because it sort of makes information legible to an analyst so they can get on with the job of analyzing. It is a lot easier to collect lots of information than it is to process lots of information. And so, and so as a result, and this is true in the private sector and this is true in government, you end up with just a lot of information that sits around unprocessed. And so we, we sort of talk about that challenge and we, and we kind of look a little bit to the future. The way that a lot of people are trying to process this information is using stuff like artificial intelligence or is using data aggregation or you know, programs like that, um, that we talked about a little bit earlier. So we're, we're sort of giving you a sense of sort of what the enduring challenges to processing are. And then we're, we're concluding a bit with source checks, which are, which are part of that evaluation and feedback process, um, across basically every int. So, you know, um, you know, for, you know, you could imagine that a human source check would be, um, fairly, fairly straightforward, at least conceptually and stuff like that. But we also go into OSINT and, and GEOINT and SIGINT. Um, so, so that's, that's sort of the, that's sort of the overall, um, shape of this course is, is, um, sort of exploring not only why processing is important and how it's done, um, but also some of the, some of the things we might expect to see in processing going forward. Thank you, Marcel. The next one is analysis. And, uh, oh, heck yeah. I think you, you spent most of the time there. I think maybe also one of the most, more interesting ones for people yeah. that are taking this course. Yeah. Yeah. Can um, you go into that a little bit? So yeah, of the uh, courses, I think this is the closest to like my baby, I suppose, <laughs> in terms of uh, getting every getting getting everything right. And because because I know that you know a lot of people when they go into intelligence, they're they're very keenly interested in, in specifically going into analysis. And so giving people like a really really good foundation that they can either build up from or uh, move into phase two when we finish that or. You know, if they get a job in either government or private sector and they do trainings there, this sort of maps on to what, they, what, what you will be learning. Um, it starts off pretty straightforward. I just explain sort of what intelligence analysis is, what it means and who does it. You can, you can imagine that, you know, an intelligence analyst does intelligence, but, you know, looking more broadly, people who don't necessarily have the name analyst end up doing stuff that's pretty similar to analysis, either in sort of journalism or the private sector or, um, security firms and things like that. I think the BBC just started selling like OSINT program, like BBC Insight or something like that. And, and that's a good example of how these, these sort of lines between, you know, intelligence have, have blurred beyond just something that the government does. I then go through sort of assessments, writing an assessment. So that's, that's kind of the core when it comes to, to analysis, because, because, you know, you can, you can look at information and come to a conclusion all you want. But you then have to take that and write an assessment about why this matters, what's going to happen, what do you think is happening. Um, and so we go through sort of probabilistic language that people use, uh, especially especially government and sort of more formal private sector. I talk about sort of writing it concisely in a way that it's meant to be read. This is sort of a, a big issue for people who are just coming out of college is that you're, you're sort of trained to write uh, in a certain way. 
and and often you know because you're a young person there might be confidence issues and stuff like that so this gets into really like how you should how you should write it because someone's going to read it and it needs to make as much sense as possible uh then i go into confidence levels and analytic lines these are sort of <laughs> those are slightly more meta confidence levels sort of refer to sort of how how happy you are with sort of the underlying information that you're that you're doing your analysis off and it's an opportunity to sort of explain both to the collectors behind you and to the customers that you're that you're um, sending this to where the shortcomings are where there might need to be more collection more processing in the future and it's a good way to cover your butt if you get something wrong um, and then uh, and then I go into analytic lines analytic lines is I think something that I really don't see outside of uh, outside of government it's, it's really something I don't see in the private sector and it's basically just what your organization or your firm or your agency's take is on a certain issue. And, and, and this is, you know, as broad as possible, right? Like an analytic line on a terrorist group could be this terrorist group is, is sort of gaining steam. It's becoming more powerful. Um, and it's important to have these because it sort of, it sort of formalizes the expectations that you have about sort of what's happening. And when new intelligence or new information comes in, the challenge is that you might need to reevaluate it and consider sort of at the broadest that the 10,000 foot view level, what's, you know, what, what's happening. Uh, then we go through types of analysis. I won't spend too much time on this just because, uh, you know, I could, I could, I, I've done a whole course on it, but, <laughs> but I, um, I go through strategic and current intelligence analysis, foundational intelligence, opportunity and exploratory analysis and forecasting. Alternative analysis and red teaming, I really, really enjoyed that one. Alternative analysis is, is sort of a very fun thing to do as an analyst because you're sort of taking an opposite perspective and, and uh, challenging the status quo. And it, it's a good opportunity to do some, some real critical thinking. Then we move on. We sort of start, start winding down a bit with challenges to analysis. So the first thing I go through is sort of this dichotomy of how, you, how, how writing essays and articles different from writing intelligence and sort of the purpose of an intelligence product means that it's written differently from how you might write an essay where, where you don't necessarily have to come to a strong conclusion or you don't necessarily need to take as much risk, um, especially if you're writing like a history essay or an international relations essay or article. The, the purpose of intelligence is to take, a, is to take some risk with incomplete information and, and produce something that's useful to, to a customer in an uncertain environment. So, so I sort of separate those to make it a little bit easier for people who are just coming into the field. I talk about intelligence failure. You know, uh, there's a lot of high profile, I, I'm sure you can imagine, cases where, you know, an intelligence agency got it wrong for some reason. So we go into why that's the case. We talk a bit about uh, cognitive biases, right? Uh, people, humans are not infallible, where we can be, we can be tricked, we can be confused, we can be biased in a bunch of different ways. So we go into that um, and we talk about how analysts and intelligence agencies and intelligence firms uh, try to overcome those challenges. Um, and, and, and we go a bit into structured analytic techniques, which are, which are one of the ways that, you know, analysts can really formalize and structure their thinking so that if there is some kind of bias or if there is some kind of mental shortcut they're using that's, that's, that might undermine their analysis, they can catch it right there. Yeah, and then, and then, and then we just sum things up. So, so ideally, you know, when you come into this course, you leave with sort of a sense of what, what sort of your job, your purpose is as an analyst, how to write your assessments, the different kinds of products you might be working on, and then um, techniques to sort of uncover your own shortcomings and, and move past them a bit. So that's the intention there. Cheers, Marcel. I think we, we then go to our last 
course, I think my, my favorite, which is the dissemination and, and production course, where we talk about a bit, that's what Marcel already talked about, how a report or a briefing gets to a decision maker, any type of customer. And this can be another analyst, by the way, so that doesn't have to be an, uh, somebody uh, at a higher level. But I think for us, it's, that's what Great Dynamics kind of does. You know, we create products, we create intelligence products. So reports, how we build reports, how report looks, what are the important parts, what language we use, what language you should use. We talk about briefings. We don't talk about that enough, how to set up a presentation, what is important. You've probably seen plenty of PowerPoint presentations that are filled with text. And so we, we go into, we go into that art and the science of, of, of setting up a, a proper briefing. Uh, we will show some of our reports that you probably, I'm, I'm pretty certain we've never shown before outside of our clients. And are we gonna, we're gonna go through them. So this can be a report for a monitoring uh, job that, that we've done for, for several different types of clients, maybe government or, or private sector and how they differ and what language we use. And we go into presentations. And I think, uh, a big help in that is also Seju and, uh, and our designer, Hayen and graphic designer and how we make reports. I think that's kind of what sets great dynamics apart and what we are known for on, on how we present information and, uh, but more importantly, how we present intelligence and how our reports look and everything from colors to font to I mean, we might go a little bit deeper into that in, in phase two. No, we're not might. We are going to go deeper into that. We're going to test people how to, how to write reports and, and different types of uh, products. So I th that's the, that's how we conclude all the intelligence courses. These are what we are going to start intelligence school with these courses. We hope very soon. We're not giving you guys an exact date simply because it's not in our hands because accreditation is, is happening to an external source. So we have to wait and we get feedback on things that are not correct or that can be improved or so we have to fight that out and we hope to soon be done with that uh, and present our courses. I have to give a couple of caveats around the course. So questions that that have come my way. If you go to the website and you go to the FAQs or frequently asked questions, you will see that pretty much all the questions that you guys have will be answered. But just to reiterate, the course is accredited by Salford uh, University. It's not university credits. So you cannot use them. For, these are uh, continual professional development. So these are professional credits accreditation that we are, that you're getting. Secondly, the course cost. So each course is around two, 200 to $250 a piece. And we are going to offer in the beginning, the courses only as bundles and that's all the courses combined. So the six courses, but you only pay for five. So that's a introductionary price that we're doing around a thousand dollars. $1,250. And outside of that, other questions that, that, that have been, that have been raised, how long will it take? Hard to say. We don't know that yet because our team 
the analysts at Great Dynamics are going to test that. And uh, so we will give you guys uh, a better answer closer we get to it. The course will be limited to 100 people. That's only because we want to give you guys as much guidance and, and feedback as possible. So we cannot take on more than that people. Otherwise, we wouldn't be able to guarantee you guys the feedback that you need. Even though this is a self-paced course, there might be things that you struggle with or around career, you have questions. So we will have designated office hours for that where you can ask questions and, and we can uh, communicate with you guys directly. You should say that 100 in the first cohort. Yes, 100. Yes, not ever. No, 100 <laughs> in the first cohort. Thank you for, for correcting me on that. So it's 100 at a time. And I think it's either two or three months, that limitation, and we, before we start with the next cohort. So uh, we're still working on that, but that's the limitation. I know a lot of people, far more than that, have registered their interest. So I'm, I'm really happy with that. But I also understand that some people will be disappointed that they cannot do it. I'll only say to that, don't worry. There will be other chances. If you were in the first cohort and you showed interest, we will pay attention to that. There's two ways to guarantee a spot. One is if you're already a subscriber to Great Dynamics' top secret clearance, if you already have that subscription, then you automatically get dips. You get to start first. Secondly, we will do a pre-registration where there will be a fee. We haven't decided yet what that fee will be, but a percentage of what the bundle will cost. And if you do that, then obviously you will be guaranteed a spot. Otherwise, you get your money back. So that's kind of the ins and outs of the course. Speaking on the wider intelligence school, I can say that right now, Myself and Marcel are developing the courses and we are part of the school. We have recently also signed up with Cole, Cole Prubert of, of the Alcon S2 channel. Uh, if you might know, he's a Kiwi, he's a former military intelligence analyst. And Matteo, who is an Australian intelligence professional, who is a former humanter in the Australian army. So we're growing. There's more people joining as advisors and, 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 and teachers. For phase two, that's a bit away, but not that, not, not that far away. Phase two will be mainly weekly classes. So there will be classes live, not pre-recorded classes that you can take and assignments that will be graded. So you will write assignments, you will hand them in and they will be graded. And uh, you will uh, finish the course with a number of assignments that you've done and experience that you've gained from an intelligence professional can tell you what's, what you did right, what you did wrong. And it, it is a pass or fail. So just have that in the back of your mind. It is, it's, not, it's not an easy course if, if, if you're thinking that. I think our intelligence analysts within Great Dynamics they go all through this uh, on a regular basis. So it is doable uh, if you're motivated and, and you, you can read and write and you're willing to study, then uh, it's doable. But I will say this, just because the classes are even smaller, I believe around 20 people, and you will have to do phase one first. 
So you cannot jump into phase two immediately. Just for us to know that you know the, the basic fundamental levels of intelligence. If you are uh, further in your career, you can show us proof, then uh, we, we, we can make an exception. But that's at the moment the requirement to start phase two. And then phase three, we've talked about it in the, in the social media post that we've done. Phase three will be mainly uh, intelligence exercises and simulations that we will do live in a classroom with a group of people where we will conduct intelligence analysis and, and, and creating of products. Maybe we will do some, some interviewing techniques and that type of stuff too. That's not even set in stone yet how that's going to look. So that's still a, a bit away. But we've done those before. We've done them in the past. We continue to do them. Now they will be accessible to everybody that's uh, done the courses. So basically you can start off completely with zero knowledge of intelligence and get up to a very decent level. And when I say decent level, you will be hired as an intelligence minimum as an intelligence analyst and maybe even better than that uh, as an intelligence manager, depending on how much experience you already have and how much you have learned. And this is a question somebody asked me on LinkedIn the other day. So sorry, guys, I know we were, we tried to get this short, but we're going a little bit longer, but I think it's important to go to the details. Somebody asked me, if you do the course, would we consider you Come on board at Great Dynamics. Yes, 100% we will consider you. We will look at your situation and your background and, and accessibility to the resources and, and material like that. And uh, we will make a choice. However, I will say also this. If you do the course and we know what you have and we know your experience and we know your dedication, we will recommend you guys to other intelligence companies so or recruiters that we know so uh that's some that's definitely going to be a a component of this intelligence school so how to get into certain jobs your cv these type of things are gonna we, we're gonna make specific courses around this on how to how to apply for jobs and where to find jobs and what Organizations maybe do intelligence, but not advertise it that way and how to find out. So these type of things we are going to do. So it, w what we are trying to do is be as complete as possible for any intelligence professional that wants to do it and uh, either is already doing it, doesn't know where they want to go from here. Maybe in government, they want to go into the private sector. They don't understand the private sector yet. And what challenges there are, are, are there? We're going to talk about this all in our courses. So, mm. so it's not just for people that, uh, that have never done it before. There's people that are further in their careers. Yeah. I think all major questions kind of I've, I've answered. Uh, I will say one other thing. There will be courses that are not solely designed by Great Dynamics. There will be courses from external organizations and individuals that you might know. I'm not going to say who yet because we're still in negotiations and we're mm. still talking, but some of the people that are very well known and organizations within this field are going to make specific courses uh, for you guys. So that's definitely the pipeline and we're talking months, not years. So, mm. uh, so keep an eye out on that. So that's going to be very interesting, something different 
that we are doing and we make sure it's something different, maybe something uh, around one-way attack drones or drones <laughs> in general, <laughs> who knows? We well, might be talking with people around that, but yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say too much about it. And if you're a organization, uh, if you're a school, any type of business that's looking to integrate intelligence, intelligence forecasting, or any types of intelligence into their workflow, uh, reach out to us. You know, there's also special uh, arrangements on ca capacity development that we do for organizations. If you want to build a whole intelligence team or intelligence function, uh, you want to integrate that on a strategic level or a tactical level, let us know. Uh, we can help you guys with that too. And uh, we will come out with more information on that. If you want to sponsor the course, if you want to sponsor people, young professionals that, that may have a hard time paying for this, reach out to us too. We definitely uh, would love to do that. There are some organizations that have shown interest in that. We will announce those too. And let us know, guys, if you have any questions, any feedback. And I think in the next week, we're going to share more on social media and on our emails. Just not to bother everybody in our newsletter, we will only share this with people that have registered for the wait list. So just so you guys know, if, if you hear something that I say on a podcast that you don't see, that's because you're not part of that list and you've not registered. So if you've not do that now, register for the waiting list. You can do that through mainly our social media channels or through the school website itself. Just scroll to the bottom on the homepage and you see a little box where you can put your email in. Do that and you'll be part of the list and we'll keep you guys into, uh, we'll keep you in contact. And uh, Marcel, is there anything that I'm forgetting? No, I... Think, I think I think you've covered everything. I mean, the um, you know really 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 excited to sort of get this process started. I know that uh, yeah, you know we're 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 looking forward to phase two and to phase two and three now, but but phase one is uh, you know it's right around the corner, so we're pretty uh, we're pretty excited to finally have it out from this sort of uh, nascent idea that you mentioned to me, you know, several yeah. years ago. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I uh, I would also remind you. Actually, me and you spoke even before you were uh, working in the government. I think me and you spoke first when you were doing your mm. your masters. Yeah, the yeah. first time that we spoke. So it's even <laughs> it's even longer than that. So you'll be bothering me, unbugging me for years now. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Just well, it's joking. also you know, and it, it kind of it does go to show. Like I think some of the value of of what we're trying to put together is that I think you and I have learned a lot of this the hard way. <laughs> you know, uh, yes. how to, how to function in, in these different, uh, in these different environments, what you need to know, what skills are useful. Um, and so I think part of it is making it easier for everyone else. And that that's everything from the skills you need to sort of, um, thinking, thinking like how, how do I transform those skills into jobs? Like leaving phase two with actual, like, you know, a, a graded intelligence product. A lot of organizations want writing samples from you as, as an example, mm -hmm. when you apply so having, in addition to say an essay from school, you can also say like, in addition to these, you know, these literacy skills that I've developed and my ability to form an argument, I have also, you know, I've done an intelligence product before and I've sort of applied um, critical thinking in that specific way. So there's a, I, 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 I wish I had known That's a lot a of this. Point. I wish I had known a lot of this before, <laughs> you know, uh, instead of having to learn the hard way. But hopefully, hopefully we can help you yeah. guys avoid uh 
several years of uh, turmoil. Yeah, no, definitely. And I also wanted to add to that. That's actually a really great point you make there. I wanted to add this. Somebody told me this the other day. Um, you don't have to be an intelligence practitioner to do this course, or even the, if you wanted one. If you engage with intelligence practitioners, so you might be a, a consumer, right? So you might be an executive or you might be a military leader or a, a, a government official that, that gets intelligence from the private sector or, or other sectors. And you want to look at it from that perspective, or you're a researcher and you want to, you want to know what intelligence reports mean and, and what those are talked about. This is a, this is a really, especially the first phase and, and the fundamentals are a great way for you to get an understanding of what intelligence is and what it means and demystify some of those, you know, myths and the secrecy that, that has been built around it. And in some cases, you know, correctly. And, but in other cases, not. So we're trying to, we try to be a little bit different. And, you know, as, as people that grew up around the internet, try to be as transparent and as open as possible. And, you know, some people might like that, some might not. But really, you know, this is a, this is a skill set and a profession like any other. And there's no need to make it sound cooler than it is. It's a cool job. It's, it's, it's a, it's a really interesting profession to do. And yeah, there's no myth building that we're doing around this. You know, this is pretty, as, as easy as it is. And, and yes, there are things that we, that we cannot teach in phase one. There's not, there's not many things that we cannot teach, but there's some, obviously we don't. And that we, we might teach, you know, if we know who you are and we know who the class, what the classroom is and. You know, if you're an organization or whatever, you know, that's a different story, but that's something, a little caveat that I wanted to place there. And Marcel, thank you so much for not just for being on a podcast, but <laughs> for all your, for all your help and your efforts. I would also like to say, I, I, we haven't really talked about that. It's kind of like we've tucked that a little bit away, but Marcel is going to be the one who is going to be running the intelligence school and, and, and spearheading those programs. And, uh, so, you know, it will save me a lot of headache myself and I can just <laughs> run away and do things yeah. that I yeah. want to do. No, really, I'll, I'll be <laughs> honest about this. This is probably the funnest and the most interesting and the most fulfilling thing I've done with great dynamics so far. There's really nothing more that I'm more prouder of than what we've been able to do and the people that we've been able to bring together. Really, this is, yeah, I'm really, I'm really glad that we finally like got to do this. And I know it sounds a bit cheesy, but, uh, <laughs> I mean it. And, and you know, the, the, the responses that we've gotten, I've been blown away. I, I didn't think so many people would be interested from all over the world. Um, I see where people sign up from and, yeah, fantastic, and and thank you guys. Really, um, I, I I I say from the bottom of my heart because it's a lot of this stuff you don't know how it's gonna do until you do it. So yeah. I, I want to not just you, Marcel, and 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 believing in my crazy ideas <laughs> and plans. I would also like everybody that that has you know supported us and that helped us to give us some insight, and the people who have signed up. You know, above all. 
thank you so much so far for, for believing in us. You know, we hope we can repay that trust into a great course, courses and uh, a great intelligence school. Any, any final words from you, Marcel? I guess looking forward to seeing everyone. Part of the benefit, I think, of, uh, of running the intelligence school is, uh, is, is when you have feedback or when you have questions and stuff, you have access to, to me. You know, it's not necessarily like, uh, you know, some online courses where you just, you just take it and you don't, you know, maybe there's like a forum and maybe the moderators come in or not. You, uh, so uh -huh. I look forward to, um, uh, hearing from you guys, uh, good and bad, uh, about what you think yeah. and looking forward to it. Hopefully, hopefully mostly good. Yeah. Mostly good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Again, everybody, thank you. If you made it this far, you know, um, I say this every week. If you, this is obviously a bit of a different episode, but uh, this is not really an episode. It is more an announcement. So yeah, you know, share, like, whatever they say, you know, follow us on YouTube. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify, you know, give us, you know, give us a good rating. If we deserve it, if not, you know, then not tell us why, what we can do better. And, uh, I, hear from you guys soon. I would like to say this as a final thing. This is going to be the last podcast as a regular podcast for the time being. It doesn't mean, by the way, that we're ending the podcast. We're going to come back with season three, but this is the end of season two. I think Marcel is cooking some special episodes that he did like last year around Christmas. Yeah. Um, I don't know what, what, what he's up to or what he's scheming as of yet, but there <laughs> will be episodes. They will just not be the normal regular podcast episodes that we do. There will be special episodes. There will be other things. Maybe I will just go in and just tell you guys a little bit about, you know, myself or about, you know, what's going on in the world. And those are shorter podcasts, some editor's notes. But the normal format that you guys are used to, uh, we'll come back to that uh, in a couple of weeks. Exactly an hour, Marcel. Oh, so, nice. Uh, yeah, so we, we, we didn't go too far. Uh, yeah. Thank you guys again and uh, hope to see you soon, hear you soon. Please let me reach out to us. We'll put all our information will be in the, in the show notes. Some useful information on tradecraft that we've written before will be in the show notes. And uh, thank you guys. See you soon. Later.